0: Hey, Raw Motivations here. Just wanted to come and talk to you guys today about getting married. So a lot of times people ask about narcissism and they ask about why would a narcissist want to get married? And if you're new on this channel, uh, I'm a self aware narcissist and I'm on this channel to bring awareness about narcissism and help people to get healing, growth, and change in their lives when they've been abused by a narcissist or they've been put through a toxic relationship and they're not sure how do I get back? What actually happens? So, with a narcissistic relationship, a lot of times people are like, hey, why would they even get married? Like just stay single, go out, you know, be with anyone you want to be. Now you're not like cheating on people. You can just, you know, go hoe around. Like whatever it's gonna be, like just just go. Like, why not do that? And there's an aspect that a lot of people start noticing, like, hey, there's kind of like a pattern here that they might have like cycles in their relationships, they might have cycles in dating and things like that, but then those cycles carry on into marriage. And so the thought is like, why get married? Like, what's the point? So in talking through my story and in talking through my, pers- my perspective of everything that was going on, there was a huge aspect in my life that as I'm growing up, I'm learning about marriage. I'm learning about what marriage is supposed to look like. I'm learning that divorce is never an option through my Christian faith. I'm like, I'm learning all this stuff about parenting and like the family dynamics. And a lot of that is learned by osmosis, like what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing, what I'm interacting And you see a logical progression growing up of, hey, like these people like each other, they start dating, they get engaged, they get married. Like that's just how it works. And so thinking through that and seeing that firsthand through all my friends, through, you know, people at church, through through work, through all these different people, that this is the progression that it goes. So there's a disconnect in my life because I'm like, I don't feel the same way as other people. I don't have the same emotions. I don't connect with empathy. I don't know how to respond in some situations, but I see this happening like all around me. I'm like, maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. So it got to a place where I was in these cycles. I was in these relationships where I would get with someone and I would be with them for a period of time and then that relationship would kind of fall apart and would die typically because I was starting to start another one or I was starting to groom another supply or like get involved with someone else. And those cycles kept happening, and I started noticing at times that there was like cycles, that there was like, this isn't working, like nothing's happening. And I got to a point in my life when I was coming out of college, and I wanted to propose. And I started down that road thinking like, hey, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is the next thing. You know, I, I was friends with this one girl, I dated the next girl, I engaged the the girl after that, then I get married to the girl after that. Like it just, that's what it seemed like. It seemed like it was going to be cyclical in nature and that's how it was going to happen. So uh, I was involved with this girl for a period of time. We dated and got to the place that I wanted to propose. Well, when it came down to it, I ended up asking her dad, you know, hey, can I marry your daughter? And he said, no. And from there, Some of it's kind of fuzzy in my head really, but from there it kind of petered off. Like the relationship kind of like went on pause, wasn't sure where we were going with it. And as a result, then I started looking for another person, more supply. And as I got out of that relationship, it was like super messy because it was like one of the first relationships where that like, I actually like had to like call it off versus like making it unbearable for them to leave because she wasn't leaving. So like this whole relationship, giant mess, everything. Happened, And then I'm starting to be with the next person who now is my wife. And so there's an idea of like, hey, like I've been through this progressive cycle with multiple different people. Now I'm with this person and we continue to go through and we continue to progress. And there's an aspect that I got to a point where I'm thinking like, hey, the last person I wasn't able to get engaged to. Maybe this person I'll be able to get engaged to. And it almost comes down to like a logical thought process of looking at my life, comparing it to all these other people's lives and thinking like, hey, this is logical progression. This is the next thing that's supposed to happen in my life. So as a result, then we got engaged, we got married and we continue on with life. However, as soon as we got married, then that's when the mask started to slip. That's when that change in dynamic happened because I realized I had to start sharing a life with somebody. Versus me being the awesome person, the narcissist that, you know, was in control of everything. Now I actually had another person who is invading that space and that I had to learn to coexist with. Well, I didn't like that. And as a result, my mask started to slip, the narcissism starts coming out, the frustration, the yelling, the anger, the lies, all this kind of stuff starts to blow up. That's a whole nother story. Well a lot of people like think about that and they like look at that example and they're like, but why would you get married? Like, what is the point? So there's really like two things kind of going on here. One, like I kind of like laid some of the groundwork. I kind of explained like, hey, from my standpoint, it seemed like the next logical thing. Like it seemed like it was the next thing that I was supposed to do because what I saw and the culture that I was in and the the religious environment that I was a part of, that all seemed to be like the way that it functioned, the way that it operated and the best way for it to happen. So I'm just thinking like, hey, if I'm going to fit into this or if this is going to be what I'm supposed to do, then hey, here's the next step. Here's the next thing that I'm supposed to do. So uh, idea of logically, it made sense for me to do that. Now there's another aspect, like I was saying earlier, of I could feel and I could hear and I could see sometimes how some things were like cyclical in nature. Like it wasn't so much that I could identify it, of like, oh, I have a cycle. It was more along the lines of like something just seems off, something seems weird, and some of that was also in in judgment of other people. Of like, I don't connect with the same way that other people. Like I don't have relationships the same. Like we don't look the same. I don't interact the same. Like all this type of stuff was kind of like playing in the back of my mind. So then there's an aspect that I get to the spot where I'm like, I have no clue what's wrong with me, because I have no I have no idea about narcissism at this point. You know, this is like years ago. But there's an aspect of like something's different, something's weird. Maybe this will be the next step that's logical. Maybe this will be the thing that fixes me. Maybe this will be the thing that stops whatever's going on inside. Maybe it'll help me have better emotion. Maybe it'll help me connect with people better. Maybe it'll help me not have a cycle, not go to another person. Maybe it'll like solidify what I'm supposed to be. And there's an aspect that going into that type of relationship, the narcissist has in their mind of like, hey, this person is maybe going to fix me, is going to solve the problems, is going to smooth me out, is going to even out the cycles. But the problem is going into that, I was thinking like, hey, This might fix me, but I wasn't doing any of the work. Like I wasn't doing anything that was actually looking back at myself and being like, hey, what needs to be fixed? Like what do I need to work on? Do I need to work on my cycles? Yeah. Do I need to work on my lying? Yeah. Do I need to work on then cheating? Yeah. Like all this stuff I wasn't willing to even look at. I was just thinking like, yeah, maybe this will be better. Maybe this will be something that will help me feel like more of a person, more of a human, like whatever it might be. Maybe this will fix it. And as a result, I went into that relationship thinking like, hey, this is going to happen. This is going to make it better. This is going to make my life better. This is going to make everything like even out. And it didn't. And in fact, it got worse. Because I got worse. And then I created reactive abuse on her part. I created gaslighting moments. I created an abusive relationship and how I treated her mentally and emotionally. And that stuff is really hard. And it's really frustrating to go back and to think about some of the stuff I don't even remember. Like the stuff that she has to tell me about because like I've, I blocked it out. I don't even remember it. But the thing is going into that relationship and thinking like, hey, this might fix me. This might change me. This might make me better. The problem with that thought, and a lot of people think that, the problem with that thought is doing that has nothing to do with working on yourself. And that's what I hadn't done. I'm like, hey, I'll go into this relationship. It'll fix me. And I'm thinking like, hey, it'll fix me. And I won't have to like the cycle. I won't go through all the shame, blame, rage, and go back up to the top. Like I won't, I won't go through all this. But what I wasn't dealing with is I wasn't dealing with the triggers, I wasn't dealing with the vulnerability, with the honesty, with the shame. I wasn't dealing with the stuff that was sending me down that path on a day-to-day basis. A lot of times I didn't even know what it was. I couldn't even identify what I was dealing with. I couldn't identify the lies that had inundated my life in every single aspect. So I just thought, hey, this is an expect thing and you know, maybe it'll make it better. Maybe it'll fix me. As a narcissist, it didn't. It just triggered me to... You know be more aggressive to be more upset to be more egocentric to be more gaslighting and lying and manipulating and cheating like and that's a whole other aspect of my story but it didn't help but i thought in my mind that it might but i didn't take it the moment to stop and take a look at the work that i need to do with the triggers on a day-to-day basis And that's what i do now i work with people i work with two types of people I work with people who have come out of an abusive, toxic relationship, who've been abused by a narcissist or a narcissistic person, and I try to help them work through their feelings, their emotions, and to get to the bottom of what is triggering you, and what is the story you're telling yourself? And then, as we look at that, what are the facts that actually support or deny that story, and how do we recreate and rewire your mind to start living where you're not going to get triggered by those events? where you're going to live in peace from all this trauma. And we start to work through breaking the trauma bond, getting free from it and understanding who you are and where you're going. That's a giant part of what I do. I talk to a second group of people, not very many of them, but I do talk to a second group of people. And that's, I talk to narcissists. One, because I can relate. I know what they're thinking. I know what they're going through. I don't talk to many and they often don't come back. But I do have it out there. What I do, I am willing to talk to a narcissist and say, hey, if you're willing to work and change, then one, you got to stop fucking lying and you got to start putting in the work. And you got to start showing honest vulnerability and consistent change. If you're in a relationship today where you don't see honest vulnerability and consistent change and they're not willing to work on that, it's not going anywhere. And you need to decide how long do you want to put up with that? What are the boundaries that you have to put up with that relationship? before you lose yourself completely. So please be careful. If you're in that type of relationship and you want to talk, please reach out to me. Click on the link down below to be able to schedule a one-on-one with me. would love to interact with you, be able to talk, kind of walk you through some of the things that either you've gone through, you've experienced the trauma, the closure, and be able to get you to a place where you're experiencing healing and growth and you're starting to change and become the person that you are meant to be. would love to interact with you on there. We'd love to have you join our NARC app, so Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, NARC. If you look look it up on Google Play or on Apple um, Store, we'd love to have you download that and join the community that's on there of people that are trying to grow and change and are thriving getting out of these relationships because they're identifying and learning about it. And they're equipping themselves with tools so they don't go back. I'd love to have you interact on there. Please like, subscribe, follow on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or go onto the podcast and listen there and give us some ratings. Like, Help share some of this message so that other people are aware of the relationships that they're in. They might not realize that they're in an abusive relationship because no one's identified it. No one said anything or they haven't identified what's going on in their lives as actual abuse. So spread the news. Help people understand what this is about.